Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished individual from the uh, space of wellness from the Netherlands, Mr. Mark Passman. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Uh, Mark, I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Mark is an expert in the field of stress, anxiety, and PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. Mark is a former soldier who has made it his life's mission to help others. So Mark, before we talk about stress, anxiety, and PTSD, tell me a little bit about hmm. your own amazing journey. Um, well, it's been quite a ride. Let me yeah. put it that way. Um a very long story short, um, I became a soldier when I was 18, mm -hmm. um, got operational deployed for seven years. And one of my tasks was to jump out of helicopters when other people were in distress, wow. usually above water. Mm -hmm. um, so to paint that picture, uh, think about hurricane season in the Caribbean. And I would be the one jumping out of the helicopters trying to save mm. people. Mm. Subsequently, I was a uh, Royal Dutch Navy diver and specialized in bomb disposal. Amazing. Um, so we had uh, um, several challenges, so to speak. And in total, I had uh, seven operational incidents and never understood what um, what went wrong um, in those periods of times, things was were never spoken about. Mm -hmm. So when I got honorably discharged, I stepped into a life of what I thought was normalcy. Mm -hmm. um, fled to Southeast Asia, became a dive instructor. And then when I came back, I met the mother of my children. Mm-hmm. And uh, got into a career in the offshore industry. Mm. Became quite a successful business development and marketing executive. Flew all over the world. Mm. However, that fairy tale ended when I got hit by a car wow. with 70 kilometers an hour in 2015. Mm -hmm. Life said, it stops here. Mm. That's it. Mm. I couldn't flee anymore. And subsequently, I ended up in a in the most scary horrific place i knew and that was in my head mm -hmm. i couldn't flee anymore mm -hmm. my whole body was out of order and i uh, i got in a very dangerous position where i got addicted to the drugs they gave me in the hospital mm -hmm. i already was alcohol addicted i mean we learned that as a military person quite a, quite early and um things went south mm. up to the point that i didn't want to live anymore wow and um and that's that went all um downhill very quickly because of the chronic pain the care system where i spent uh, uh, eight years talking to nine psychologists who basically kept me sick mm. in the way they were talking, the, the, the terminology they used, 
mm-hmm. and the amount of drugs they kept giving me. Mm-hmm. The moment I told my best friend, Daniela, mm-hmm. uh, which I know for 22 years that I wanted, I didn't want to live anymore because mm-hmm. of the pain and because of the the uh the extreme nightmares and the etc etc all the 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 Mm -hmm. the things she said okay that's it i'm gonna take care of you Mm. um and she gave me a um a moment where i could take a pause Mm -hmm. because she was not hunting me and she gave ptsd this space where when I got diagnosed with multiple military trauma, I got stamped that I was sick. Mm. Oh, you're sick. Um, And she gave me a platform to start studying again. Mm. She connected me with meditation, uh, how the quantum field works, and I started studying again. And that's where this epic journey started about four years ago. Wow. And I studied and studied for thousands and thousands of hours for one and a half year from the complete spectrum between quantum physics, neurochemical, uh, neurochemical and neurological based studies up to Tao, uh, the Tao, um, uh, yeah. Buddhism, Taoism. Um, meditation, uh, Einstein uh, 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 scriptures on the mm. quantum field, everything I put together, and I extracted a methodology, a stepping plan of nine steps. Mm. And when I wrote that hypothesis, I thought, okay, so, and I did about 21 hypotheses, but that one I did execute on myself. And within seven days, I had no more nightmares. Hmm. I didn't wake up screaming or kicking. Wow. I didn't walk on the street uh, armed. My chronic nerve pain in my shoulder was gone. Uh, my uh, ear ringing was gone. Can you imagine wow. walking around with pain up to the point that you don't want to live anymore and then suddenly it's gone? Amazing. Or the nightmares after 22 years of nightmares? And then suddenly you're sleeping like a baby. Mm. That's that's uncomprehensible for me. Mm. At that point in time, I was like, what? Wow. Amazing. And Daniela said, Mark, you have to realize that you have broke the code. Mm. You got it. And it is at that point in time, I asked two brothers who served in Afghanistan. I said, I need your brain. I need your head um, because I want to do a, a proper knowledge transfer based on on what I wrote here. And they called back in a month. And guess what? Mm. Mark, yeah, exactly. You have to do something with this because I'm sleeping again mm. after all those years. Mm. And and that's the moment I started calling defense, veterans affairs, the police, the national police. The, the Ministry of Defense, mm. you name it, I called them and they said, who are you? Where is your white coat? Where are your uh, credentials and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but all right, guys, whatever you want, right? I'm, I have my life back. So good luck. And I walked, this was my last effort. I walked 200 kilometers without food, water, 
luxury money from uh, the north of Holland to back to Zwijndrecht, where Daniela and I started living. Mm. And just to get attention for young veterans. Mm. Uh, this was my last stand, so to speak, hoping that all those organizations would come to me and say, okay, let's talk. And guess what? Mm. No organizations. But the line of partners, kids, veterans, active duty, they were lined up. Mm. We're at the garden. Please help me. Mm. And that's when, as you started giving back, I started giving back because I started training. Oh, amazing. And and I've been doing that. And I've been doing knowledge transfer for the last two and a half years. And I have been able to reach 89 men and women, mm-hmm. fire department, police, war veterans, up mm. to normal civilians mm. who have burnout or stress. And that's a hundred percent passing rate. Everybody who I helped have their life back or regained their life. So nice. from survival to, to living. Fantastic. So Mark, tell me, you know, what are some misconceptions about stress, anxiety and PTSD? I mean, what an amazing story you've had. And mm. I think um, we have to cut that question a little bit up because Stress and anxiety and PTSD. Stress and PTSD I can take out um, and 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 put together because stress is obviously in the in the four letter mm-hmm. uh, abbreviation PTS. Yeah. That's stress. Stress. Um, stress is one of the most used terminology on a day-to-day basis Mm. but if you ask people what do you mean or what is stress they need a minute or two to formulate a question based on what they think Mm -hmm. might be the truth Mm -hmm. now isn't that a little strange Mm. stress knows a fourfold Emotion, mind, body, and neurochemically, Mm. stress. If these four are not tackled Mm. at the same time, you will not reach 0%. Mm. That's that's a big point. Mm. I I was never taught that. Mm. Have you been taught Mm -hmm. that stress has a fourfold? No. Mm -hmm. So if nobody knows that, then nobody can get out of stress. So, and then here comes the answer or the moral of the story. Living in stress and anxiety or fear has become the new normal Mm -hmm. on a global basis. Wow. Being fed with a continuous flood of disinformation based on social media TV news, blah 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 blah, mm. and that's the that see that circle. That's a dangerous circle. And have I answered that correctly? You have absolutely. Thank and you. what are some of the self-help or coping strategies that you have developed that you may want to share with some of our viewers and listeners? I'd love to share. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Um, the most important step one 
is to realize that we need to start asking more questions based on what mm. we're on terminology based. Mm. What are you using for words? Like, what is the difference between mm, emotions and feelings? Mm -hmm. What's the difference between mind and thoughts? Mm -hmm. Ask somebody. I don't ask them. And 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 a hundred meters further, ask someone again. Mm. Total different person. Mm. You will get four different answers Correct. in a kilometer. That's a little weird, isn't it? And I think if you start asking the right questions in order to know what was really going on in this mm. lovely meat suit, mm -hmm. because that's all it is, I think that's step one in order to realize that you're using terminology that is simply not correct. So, correct. And, and so the first step for me is in order to provide knowledge is you have a voice and that voice can be heard right here. If you talk with the voice, when you talk without sound, you hear your voice literally here, mm -hmm. but there's a second voice and that's right there. Mm -hmm. How does that work? Mm. Who is that? That's a voice that actually keeps you active at, or acting based on fear and experience from the past. Mm. And I call that ego. However, if I talk with my mind, I can decide to sit down and say, well, this is uh, this is an empty cup of coffee mm -hmm. or that's left. I actually can manage the neurochemical process in my head, in my brain. Mm -hmm. When I realized that, then I started saying, I am positive, grateful, and full of confidence about 50 times a day. Mm -hmm. And I slowly started realizing that I was acting the first, I was the first one to act neurochemically in my brain mm -hmm. versus to grab your phone and started scrolling through your social media platforms. Somebody else is acting neurochemically in your brain first instead of you. Mm. When I started doing that, things started change so that's a tip mm. of the iceberg so to speak when what i could mm. share with your viewers very interesting and mm. tell me how important is mindfulness and meditation to mm. managing stress um it is a part it is a part of mm -hmm. and again so here we come with the stress pillars mm. emotional uh mind body and neurochemically so if, if you do meditation, I found that it basically secures stress based on emotional. Mm -hmm. If you do uh, a proper uh, long meditation, you will get stress down in your body as well. Mm -hmm. However, your mind, because if you start chewing on issues or fears or whatever is providing the stress, mm -hmm. You're basically, if you do an, uh, a meditation, you will not resolve that. Neurochemically, you're definitely not resolving that. 
So you have two pillars of stress done getting it down with, with meditation and mindfulness. However, there are two left and they're blasting on a hundred percent. So in a day or 12 hours or 24 or 72, you will get that level of stress up again. Mm. Hence the point in all the people I've, I've taught and uh, guided, they said, yeah, I've been going through all types of therapies, but it never worked. Mm-hmm. It never, it always, always got back. And um, how does that work? Mm-hmm. Why do I get that therapy? But and in a few days or a few weeks, I'm back to level of critical. Mm-hmm. I said, well, this is the whole point. Stress is not tackled in fourfold. Mm-hmm. So it's the moral of the, of the, my, the, the answer of, the, of your question is, it is definitely important, mm-hmm. but it's not the full circle. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. My next question is that, you know, you shared with me your own amazing journey and the kind of stresses you went through. I want to ask you, what is the long-term impact of chronic stress uh, on our physical and mental being? Brutally honest. Mm -hmm. You will get really sick and then you die. Wow. Stress is a killer and stress is... Something, again, we think is normal, fear is normal, and we accept it in our normal life. But you will get really, really ill. And it starts with an ache and blah, blah, blah. But I have literally seen people unable to walk because of the physical pain of stress. Lower back pain, usually financially. Uh, uh, Trauma is stored in the hips. Mm -hmm can't walk with the methodology i i designed people actually walk within 30 minutes mm-hmm. because of the stress release mm-hmm. um so yeah the stress is a killer and that's not like in a week and not in a month but eventually you will lose that fight because mm-hmm. stress makes you ill mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. wow and my next question is that uh how can individuals or parents of children recognize symptoms of stress either in themselves or in the children? <laughs> um, first thing what pops in my head is take away the iPad and see how, how big the mushroom cloud is. <laughs> okay. You will see proper stress. Mm. Hide, hide the mobile phone and see the panic. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think um, when I uh, when I liberated myself from the stress of post trauma, mm-hmm. within four months, my kids went from a lower uh, level of school to two steps higher in their edu- education. Mm-hmm. Two steps, wow. not one. That's usually done in a year or three. Mm-hmm. They did it in three months. And that's basically what I see is of the stress in the house, the energy mm-hmm. of what I provided as a veteran and fighting PTSD and fighting chronic pain. And 
and the level of stress I provided. And then when I liberated myself, mm. those kids just went like, pew. Mm. So I think us as parents have no idea um, how dangerous the stress is, what we accept as normal mm. based on the work pressure, uh, the uh, uh, social pressure, um, TV, uh, social media, etc. Mm. Interesting. I think this is definitely something to, you know, sit down and think with your mind mm. and talk things over because it is definitely rubbing off on the kids. Mm. So one of the things that you have spoken about is stress related to the very, very um, dangerous kind of a light that light life that you were using lead, leading mm -hmm. you know uh, and dangerous uh, i'm just using that word because i can't think mm -hmm. of anything else but jumping out of helicopters and being on the bomb disco bomb disp uh, disposal squad mm -hmm. etc for people who get affected by stress not in mm -hmm. such dangerous environments are there any different ways to cope Of course, yes, yes, yes. I mean, it's it's all nice and fun and games that I, I uh, was operational, deployed, and the things you see only in the movies. Mm. But that's not the point. The mm. point is that stress is, I as I said before, I, I lived uh, a life within the offshore industry. Mm. Um, meaning that I'm not shy of working 60 70 80 hours a week mm. um, and trying to perform and do a good job mm. the point is that there is a there is a disconnect with the definition of what stress is correct and it has to start with the right we need to start talking in the same language mm. in the sense of if you understand the effect of stress and what it and what it means on the long term that so you will not live but your, your battery you you have a battery i have a battery you feel energized or not mm. if you sleep uh 3 days for 3 hours a night you will know about it mm. it but but Stress is a continuation of sucking out your energy. And there are so many people just barely surviving because they have accepted stress mm -hmm. as a new normal, the fear as a new normal based on, yes, but I have responsibilities because I have to do this work or I have to travel that long or... Uh, uh, there's so many people who have um, such a bad relationship based on communication at work being treated poorly it creates stress so people are stuck mm. and that's that's keeping them in that loop mm. of stress and then uh, yeah. Hmm. And my last question to you, Mark, and this is for the thousands of people who will listen hmm. to our conversation. What would you say are three lessons 
from your own amazing journey of handling your own stress um, that you would want our viewers and listeners to take away if they're ever confronted with such a situation? Hmm. I think um, step one would be um, realize that time mm. is a tool and if you take a marker a black marker mm. and you have an a4 in front of you you mm. you draw a horizontal line on it and you start marking okay step day one mm. 6 a.m wake up uh up to seven o'clock i do breakfast and shower blah 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 i travel uh one hour to work okay um but all the way to you when you go to bed mm -hmm. and then start marking of what you have done in that time based on will it give energy to me or is it energy out? Mm -hmm. So work is obviously energy out. Correct. Uh, uh, walking the dog could be energy in mm -hmm. or are you talking about work already on the mobile phone or going through social media? I would like to ask or give away the 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 incentive of make your timeline mm. and be brutally honest with yourself mm. on how much time mm. do you give yourself on a day-to-day -day basis to charge up. Mm. So you have a black marker, a green marker, and a red marker. Yeah. And just start making that timeline and see from a helicopter view how much green there actually is Amazing. you will be shocked you will be shocked you provide more energy to your mobile phone than to yourself wow wow the result of that on a long-term basis is that you are not steering your own ship mm. you are on autopilot mm. on a day-to-day -day basis and you know what that's 95 percent autopilot mm. on condition uh, subconscious unconditioned behavior hmm. that's crazy amazing amazing that's a literally the red race yeah um uh two would be uh look at my book i mm -hmm. i'm an author uh, the author of the book liberated from ptsd mm -hmm. and the book is uh internationally um uh, available based on Amazon. And mm -hmm. within that book, you see all um, all the terminology. The terminology okay. has to be sorted first. Mm -hmm. You know, the, 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 the difference between feelings and emotions, the difference between thoughts and mind. Mm -hmm. How does that work? Um, so that would be tip number two. And three, if you have nightmares or experience stress try to cut out and this is just for a week mm. try to cut out social media and television mm. just for seven days mm. give yourself the opportunity to disconnect to that digital um uh, pollution so to speak mm. and then start with repeating to yourself with your voice 
I am positive, grateful, and full of confidence over 50 times during the day. Wow. Okay. And and be again brutally honest by the end of the week, by the end of the week, make your timelines and see and then consolidate. Okay. Check out what how you were sleeping then or how what much stress or nightmares you had then and then within a week. Because mm. my my treatment right now, I have a war veteran coming in this afternoon for uh, session one this afternoon. He has not slept next to his wife for nine years because he's too scared killing her in his sleep for nine years. By coming Friday, Mm. I will have liberated him from PTSD and they will be sleeping next to each other by Friday. That's how fast it can work. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So fight... Uh, no, not fight, but realize that you're not driving your brain right now. Mm-hmm. That's 95% subconscious condition behavior. Mm-hmm. And that should be on the top of your to-do list. Get the keys of my brain. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mark, on that note and your amazing conversation on so many different types of ways to handle stress, anxiety, and PTSD, Thank you so much for speaking to me. Um, mm-hmm. Somehow I, I missed your book when you had sent me your profile, but I'm going to ask all our viewers and listeners to go and check out Mark Pasman's book, which is Liberated from PTSD. Thank you for speaking to me about so many ways to be over, to, to be able to overcome stress. Mm-hmm. And thank you for doing such an amazing work for so many people and relieving them of the stress, which is a very, very dangerous thing to have in the long run. Thank you for speaking to me and good luck. A big pleasure. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.